Oi, oi, muscleman. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. All right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good, mate. You all right? Yeah, good. What's going can on? Stand, stand out of trouble? I have been stand out of trouble, actually. Stand off the sweet Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a question for you, not for hey, me. What's the latest? On. What's the latest on that? What do you mean? You know what I mean. What? The weed vape. I, well, I don't drink at home, so I'm not going to start a career of weeding at home. Well, what's happened to it? Getting, getting, in, getting up close and personal with the old Sansamelia. <laughs> So you're not puff, using puff it anymore? Pass. What? You're not using it anymore? No. I'm going to snap it off and go, I've got to get rid of the muck. Just get rid of the muck <laughs> out of my veins. Well, um, I noticed at the weekend, just gone, that um, mm. Ross Barkley, midfielder for Chelsea. Well, um, he started blazing, no, blazing 420. He's got asthma. Yeah? He was using an inhaler before he came on. My, uh, you'll probably tell by... Uh, re- <laughs> okay. I wonder what the... Because um, like, I use a steroid one every day. He's probably um, not allowed to use certain probably ones. Probably not allowed to use certain ones, yeah. Can't yeah. keep it under... Under control, but he still got. I imagine he still got a proper engine on him. I, I had a problem with like when I was in Seville. I had, um, I don't know what else. Maybe it was the oranges in the air, but my uh, asthma was. It was maybe pretty, it was the oranges in the air. Yeah, oranges in the air. How yeah. did that affect it? I don't know. I mean, it's quite a strong, strong smell, isn't it? I don't how, know. So how many oranges were there around? Lots. Imagine like a lot of oranges. They're everywhere. Are they? Bloody everywhere. Mm. They're like crabgrass. I don't so know what that is. It's just bad grass. Um, Naughty when, grass. When we were walking back, we were walking somewhere the other day, you and I. I um, was walking. Do, 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 do. You like Hotel Yarba. You like Cannibal Lee there. Thank you. Um, I'm wearing a granddad collar. You are, actually. You are wearing a round neck collar. Is that what mm. they call it? A granddad collar? Mm. You remember the classic uh, 90s Newcastle United granddad collar? Uh, yeah, shirts? I do. Should bring that back. It's Reminds so me of Philippe Albert. <laughs> it would do, yeah. Um, when you and I were walking the other day, you turned and you said to me, and you don't remember saying this probably, but I made a note mm. of it. You said, imagine if you only had one punch that was the strength of Anthony Joshua's, mm. when would you use it? Yeah. And I've been thinking about that. Right. And um, You'd be spark out, mate. <laughs> and while, while I was thinking about it, you would knock me out. Yeah. <laughs> when, when would you use it if you only had one punch that you knew you could draw on like a power-up? Mm. When would you use it? Parochial kebab shop. <laughs> Punching machine. No way, it's a waste. <laughs> it's an absolute waste. <laughs> You're not going to use yeah, it. Yeah, that's quantifiable. Because I could get lucky. <laughs> I could get lucky with a punch and just get catch someone on the on the uh, on the cheek. And, and so you like want your score? Them. It's a typical so Donaldson yeah. answer. You want your score on the scoreboard? Yeah, so you exactly. know it happened. <laughs> it would look so weird coming from you that punch. Yeah, bang! They'd be like, "What the fuck just happened?" The kebab shop owners would be like, "What?" It'd be like that scene in Gospel where the hell you that horrible video. Oh, Ken's kebabs, Ken's in, Portsmouth. kebabs in Portsmouth. Would you then just walk out, jack it over your shoulders? <laughs> See you later, yeah? See you next week, guys. Never go in there <laughs> no, again. Never, never, never. Yeah. So you wouldn't use it on another human being. That's quite admirable, really. Yeah, pacifist. Um, yeah, I'd wait until a girl was in there. Go, watch this, hun. Smack. Any girl. <laughs> any girl, yeah, any woman. Yeah. Is it, fair to, is it fair or unfair to say that if she was the type of girl to be mm. impressed by that. Not the girl for me. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the rest of my time with her would be I'm very ch- disappointing. I'm chiefly thinking of expectations there. Yeah, exactly, you've yeah. not managed her expectations yeah. there. You wouldn't use it on another person's head? No. Of course I would. It's the first thing I'd do. Who's mine? No, it'd just be some somebody who's being a dick. And like, yeah. You just you'd be like, oh, is this the one? Is this the go? It, you wouldn't want to use it though. You'd be worried about like air killing repercussions. A person. Repercussions, yeah. yeah, yeah. And don't forget, Anthony Joshua's is normally firmly ensconced in quite a big glove, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. Well, he punched one of those punching machines on um, Graham Norton, I think. Did he? And he uh, he got a, he got a pretty good score. Turns out that's what it was. 
It wasn't. It was. He didn't break the machinery. He didn't know. He didn't know. I think he was going full full pelt. <laughs> well, I'm surprised he was allowed to do it because, like, you're punching with your bra- with your hand, yeah, like a bit of metal in a in a punch. I, th- I think if they go because f- Carl Froch once said another. Oh, he's a very successful super middleweight boxer. Mm. He said that if you go full out without gloves on, you break your hands. Right, yeah, yeah, your, body, yeah, yeah. your muscles are so built up, you're so yeah. powerful that you, you break your hand. Could you... So Joshua's uh, probably given it a little tap. In boxing, um, if you got... To, and imagine, can you imagine how many meetings were had about that machine? They bring the machine in, Anthony yeah. Joshua like, knocks it knocks it to death. And um, can you imagine how many BBC meetings there will have been about that? Oh, yeah. What happens if he breaks his hands? What, ever, since Bob, ever since Bobby Davro sure fell over in that stop, <laughs> <laughs> and broke his face. In boxing, has anyone ever punched... Um, <laughs> Both fists at the same time. I don't think so, mate. No, <laughs> on each side of the head. Don't think Why so, not? Mate. Would you like that to be your special move? Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> just, just two hands, just like a big two puncher. It would really, it would really like knock you, knock, knock seven bells at you because you'd be like, that would probably knock you out because you'd be like, all a, all a knockout is your brain wobbling around, isn't it? So, poof. Imagine if there's a boxing trainer at the top level listening to this right now. And Go next on, time I've you watch a big yeah. pay-per-view fight, his fighter does that. You can claim it. It looked better than the McGregor fight. Come on. I didn't see that. That's UFC. Little... That's not boxing. Yeah, it's still punching, it's isn't it? It's not the sweet science, though, baby. It's sweet science. And um, Peter, you, on that Aaron Hernandez documentary you, you talked about on Monday, mm. um, there's a bit in that, isn't there? He punches a barman in the head and bursts his eardrum. Right, yeah, weird. And, he, and, and, and I think... He doesn't get charges pressed. I got the feeling that he um, that the barman didn't want to... I think it was the manager, wasn't it? I think it was the manager of the place. I, I didn't think he wanted to... Um, uh, prevent more footballers from arriving at the bar. Well, also, I think I think University of Florida is it's a big deal. In where well, yeah. it's Gainesville, isn't it? It's a big yeah. deal. I think it takes Rock over City. the whole town. Rock City, baby. The Gators are Gators run that town. It's like you and me, Pete. Where the, 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 the Gators of Stakano. Um, so you would just you'd you'd use you had you had a god given right to have like a genie's wish where you mm. could punch like AJ for one punch only, yeah. and you've answered that you would use it in a. On a, on a punching machine in a provincial kebab house. Yeah. Or two halves of a, an Anthony Joshua punch to each side of someone's head. <laughs> I call it the, the, the Donny Ringer. You could, <laughs> you're going to dilute that into two punches of half strength. Yeah, exactly. And Donny ring them around the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you not at least do it in a circus, a travelling circus punching machine? No. You might not get out alive you did no. that. No. People would want a piece of the action, wouldn't they? Did that. They'd be like, that, that, that guy's not leaving. He's joining this circus. Yeah. We're going to be millionaires. You were great at the start of this. Now you're terrible. Yeah. Why have you never been able to replicate, replicate that first punch? <laughs> um, did you see this in the news um, uh, over the weekend? Uh, Vernon Kruger, who has not set foot on the ground since November, mm. is attempting to break the pole-sitting world record and has so far lived for two months in a... Regulation size barrel at the top on of a top pole, of a pole, twenty five meters above the ground. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's just kind of like because that. What was that a thing? People sitting on a pole on a little kind of ledge. I sort of remember that from the Beano. A lot of my knowledge. Did David Blaine do that? Nah, he was like in a box, wasn't he? Oh yeah, people were like whacking golf balls at him. People chucking cheeseburgers yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah, that's so good about the British. Like yeah. he did that in New York for a while, didn't he? And everyone was like, "Oh, he's so amazing." So respectful. In the UK, about two hours in cheeseburger <laughs> on the side of the person. <laughs> bang! Fuck off, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. This guy, yeah, this guy's sat up there uh, in a barrel. He has to sleep in the barrel. He it's equipped with a drainage system so he can piss do number shit. ones and number twos, and um, he has been washing twice a week in a small basin. And his team are hoisting food up in a wicker basket. Game boys. Um, is he allowed uh, all mod cons? I think he should be able to, shouldn't yeah. he? 
Uh, he's only got to stay up there. Um, his the record set in 1997. He's about to break it. He set it himself. So he's done it before. He already <laughs> owns what, the record. Yeah, just do it like one minute after. Have us. you got nothing on Vernon? <laughs> Are you the most uninteresting man in the world because you want to break your own record in South Africa? I've sat up uh, at the top of a uh, at the height of, of summer. Why would he do that now? Southern Hemisphere, mate, isn't it? Yeah, so he's yeah. probably probably red hot. hot. Absolutely uh, red hot. Name of the town he lives in? Dulstrom. Nice. That works. Genuinely true. Dulstrom. Mm. Um, would you? How long would you last at the top of a barrel? I mean, it depends. I mean, I could. If I had a good video game, a few, a few hours, <laughs> and slid down. What's but your idea is, of a good video is, game? This is boring. It would have to be something like Zelda, wouldn't it? It'd have to be something. Four, like three or something. I can only do a couple of hours on each, though. Yeah, because your battery runs out. Get it plugged in, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you got a one-use Nintendo Switch? Can't use it anymore. Died. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's what it lasts for. Yeah. That's why it's not worth, it, not worth the money. And <laughs> I also enjoyed this story, which is actually from the middle of last year, um, from Guardian, who, by the way, are doing something I think is quite, um, quite good, particularly mm. in this era, this era of disinformation. Right. You click on a Guardian news article, uh, or any, well, any article really and it's um, old it helps you so oh, you, don't, you, so you was... don't think oh god um, this is just happening right, yeah. it comes up with a big yellow banner ah. saying this article is more than seven months old I like the um, Facebook uh, thing of uh, when people post um, bullshit and like viral bullshit it doesn't delete the viral bullshit but it basically says this has been fact checked and it's known to be bollocks <laughs> which is really nice really helps people but do people believe it though what do you mean? Best thing is it would not be up there, isn't it? Well, mm, is that needless censorship? But like, I think fact checking something is is pretty good. Like, because people can watch it and then maybe apply that same slightly more stringent um, faculty to other videos that they see and go, "Is this is this real? Is this just not being checked by Facebook?" But I, I kind of feel it's a bit like you know um, someone taking drugs. And people, rather than stopping them taking drugs, people mm. just say, that's bad for you. Yeah. Well, that, well, or this is how to do it responsibly. This is how to consume yeah. media responsibly. That's how you should do it. I, th- I think there should be a minimum standard of... Um, truth. Truth to any kind of thing that purports to be what it is. Where? What's satire then? Come yeah, on. But, but, where, would the, where would that leave the day to day? Fox News are not doing satire. No. It might but, look like they are. But, but Fox News will have an argument to sort of say... Why are they allowed to do satire and we can't talk her to shit? Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not easy, is one it? Rule, one rule for one. Not I easy, mean, a lot of their stuff does look and stink like satire, doesn't it, really? Yes. Very interesting. Um, um, I was going to say, yeah, Bob Hawke, this, this, oh. this uh, story is about. Um, so <laughs> the reason I like this is because it's just the most Australian story ever. Mm. But Bob Hawke is um, <laughs> a former Prime Minister of Australia. Yes. And... Um, in Oxford, when he was studying as a Rhodes Scholar between 1953 and 1956. <laughs> I, I don't know why he cares about this, and I don't know why anyone cares about this. Mm. But so basically, to put it in perspective, in 1954, so how many years ago is that? 60 years ago. 60 yeah. odd years ago, right? He sculled a yard of ale in 11 seconds, which at the time, that's a good, that's a good time. was a world record. It's two and a half pints. Mm. In 11 seconds. Yeah, that's decent. That is decent. Yeah. Um, so now um, he's probably going to be formally honoured with a blue plaque. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So the list of uh, people who have been honoured in Oxford with a blue plaque are Edmund Haley, 
Ailey's Comet. Mm. Uh, T. Lawrence of Arabia, uh, J.R. Tolkien, <laughs> Roger Bannister, yeah. Four Minute Mile. Mm. Um, it's going to be placed in St. Helens Passage, where the um, Turf Tavern, where the pub was, uh, where his record was widely believed to have been set. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, he went on to become that Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this so, is what yeah. he's going to be known for in, in Oxford. <laughs> so, uh, good stuff. 11 second mile. Apparently, apparently, it's still talked about in hushed tones around Oxford, yeah. even though it was 60 odd years ago. I'd um, like, I'm, I'm pretty quick with the old paint. I, w- I would like to actually try to. It's, it's very difficult because it comes at you thick and fast, doesn't it? The old, uh, the old yard. My only memory of it. I'm quite good at down and pints. My only memory of yards. <laughs> are you really? I've never seen you down a pint. What? I've never seen you do one. I can, I can down a pint. I believe you. Yeah. Um, if you could down one pint. Only one in your life. <laughs> so I tell you what, if you could I get one could, punch, one paint. If you could break the record set mm. by Bob Hawke for downing a yard, yard of ale, when would you choose to do it? Uh, again, kebab. Why has that man brought a yard of ale? Wow. <laughs> uh, the only memory I have of a yard of ale is when I was at university on Wednesday night, which was a sports night. The rugby team used to bring it out, mm. but I never got involved. Uh, Chris Mars's brother wants down down uh, full yard of ale. Well, tell us more about that. Well, I, do, well, I wasn't necessarily there for it, but Mark Haynes, who does wrestle me, was obsessed with how um, good it was. He's uh, like, it, was, it really downed it really quickly. Kieran Moyles. The thing is, on one <laughs> on one hand, you think what it's a childish, weird story. it's pointless. But on the other hand, it is really impressive. Well, yeah, it's, it's childish, but it's very, um, it's very old school. So it's like if you like sat and down pints, people. It's the sort of people who would like quaff beer are the same people who would get involved with the yard of ill. It's 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 it's, it's not an, a, necessarily a young man's game, which you'd probably kind of like attribute to that kind of behaviour too. You know those kind of guys, they're normally older guys who mm. like, I know your dad's very strong, po- have very strong opinions about Doombar. Oh, but not necessarily that. But I just there are certain blokes who. Uh, to me, in my experience, there's there's two type of, two types of kind of pub bloke, right? In this in this context, one is like when you get a bit older, you can't really drink anymore, and you get pissed off like a couple of pints. And mm. my dad's a bit like that. If right. he has like three pints now, you can tell he's been, been drinking. Mm. Um, and then you get the other kind of older fellow who can just put it away. Yeah. And um, the the second um, the second category there, I've got a mate um, who now he actually now works in a pub, older than me. He's he probably in his fifties or whatever, and he. Um, if you sit down and have a pint with him, when he sips the pint, about half the pint's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Straight, like, it's, it's mad. Yeah. It's absolutely mad. And uh, <laughs> if you're that kind of person, I reckon you could probably do a Bob Hawke fairly easily. Yeah. Um, you're telling me you are that kind of person. I'm just, uh, well, how would I, how would you, I mean, you could do two pints of water, maybe. See how quick I do that. We'll do that later. I'll oh, have we'll a look. Do that. I'll watch it. We'll get, I've got yeah. a, actually, I've got a litre in the Nalgene here. What's that like? Uh, what's a litre? Well, a, p- a, p- a pint is 568 millilitres. That's almost two pints. I mean, that looks like a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> could you do that? Could you do the Nalgene? A litre in, a, what, a litre in what? 20 seconds? No way. You could never do that. Well, I could do a litre in 20 seconds. Very easily. Right. You can fill. I'm going to go <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> That's going to take ages to fill. Well, you're ready, you're ready. All right. Okay. I'll read out a couple of emails. Can I read out Murray James' email about what he found in his attic? All right. Murray James says, I don't have an attic, but I found a clear model of Morph made by an actual Ardman Animations bloke. Makes you think about Tony Hart and uh, the wonderful Left Bank 2 by the novel tones. Um, and he's, he's, he's attached a beautiful picture of um, a lovely little clear model of Morph. But the thing is with, with, with Morph is uh, he's, he's, he's actually got it in frame. He's got a radiator in frame. I just um, 
<laughs> so Morph is uh, kind of like hovering over the radio. Can you like keep plasticine for a long time? No, I wouldn't it do that. It must be in a case or something. I wouldn't do that it? if I were him. I wouldn't put it yeah. there. I, d- I did enjoy the email. I love Murray as well. Mm. Um, so there we go, right? I've got a thousand milliliters, aka a liter, in this Nalgene bottle. Right, how much is that? How much is that in pint, pint wise? Just under a pint? No, it's just over, just under two pints. Right. Yeah. And you're going to take the ad break to compose yourself whenever you're yeah. ready. And then when we come back, we will do some emails eventually. But when yeah. we come back, you are going to open the second half by downing a litre of water, and I'm going to time it. All right. See you in a minute. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's okay for macho men to show every emotion available right there, you know, because I've cried a thousand times, I'm going to cry some more. Oh, his voice is amazing. His voice it's is just amazing. the weirdest voice. <laughs> no one speaks like that. That's mm. is that from going live in the nineties? That is from going live in the nineties. Yeah. Um, okay, so people were listening with bated breath. I kind of need, need a wee. That's a problem. You'll need a wee after. <laughs> shall I, shall I pause the edit now? Go for a wee, and I'll come back, and then and then I'll be game ready. Does Why that don't you work? go for a wee, and I'll fill. All right, okay. Yeah, nice one. One eternity later, and he's back. Right, he's prepped. Oh. He's ready to go. I'm empty. It's a liter. It's a liter, right? right? So I'm gonna Leroy f- liter. I'm going to film it, which will also serve as a timer. Mm. So when you're ready to open the Nalgene... Um, well, I can open the Nalgene already. And, then... and I'll, let you, I'll let you decide how fast you think you can do it. And so what, what do you think would be a good time for you? Um, so what was the record 13 with... He's done, two and, he's two, done and two and a half pints in 11 seconds. You ain't doing, not, that. No, not doing that. Um, 
20, 20 seconds. You reckon you could down that litre of water? I'll have a good go. In 20 seconds? Yeah. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Right. I'll count you in. All right. Three. Don't look at me. Two, <laughs> <laughs> three, two, one, go. What? It's actually very, it's very, very intense. <laughs> it's very intense, and you're almost done. He's actually sailing through it. It's not bad. It's not done. Done. Okay. <laughs> that was Peter. You managed to do that. <sighs> the lip didn't help. <sighs> Mate, you managed to do that in 26 seconds. That's actually very <laughs> I good. See, but I didn't have to pause. How do you feel now? Are you going to, be able to get through the rest of the I show? I feel or? terrible. Do you? Oh, my body's gone big. <laughs> How would it be affected? How would it be affected if you um, if you if that was if that was lager because it's fizzy, right? Yeah. No, I'd probably have to go for a for a normal beer. Oh no! <laughs> uh, right. All right. Good. Let's. Uh, um, do you want to do an email, Peter? And oh God, no. Okay. Do you want me to do an email? Uh, yes, please. All right, here we go. Here's an email from Matt in Edinburgh who's emailed hello at lukeandpeteshow.com and he says, hello chaps, back home at my mum's in New... Just take a moment to compose yourself, mm, mate. Okay. Um, back at my mum's home in uh, New Brighton for the weekend and what better time to head up into the loft in search of treasure. And bingo. See attached pick for Jackpot Hall. Uh, yes, my brother's PC accessories, some of which at least I hope will give Pete a warm nostalgia glow. Ooh. Um, particularly the games controller, which I'm sure had Nintendo lawyers knocking on Logic 3's door <laughs> due to the overtly heavy S, uh, SNES influence. But best of all is the official Neighbours Annual 1990, a trip down memory lane and no mistake. I hadn't thought about most of these characters for almost 30 years, yet just one glance at their faces and their names come flooding back to mind. Particularly impressive considering I seem to have no memory capacity whatsoever for remembering the names of any of my close friends' children. <laughs> Digging deep into the annual's content brought back even more memories, the big hair, the countless pop crossovers, the far-from-seamless switching of actresses playing the same character, which is a very popular 90s trend, if I remember rightly. See also Pippa in Home and Away, and the Fresh Princes, are, uh, profess, the fresh princes Aren't Vivian. What I have no re recollection of reading as a 10-year-old uh, is the dark tone shift and questionable language usage of the first few paragraphs of the Guy Pierce article. <laughs> have you got it there? Uh, yes, I have. Do you want to read it? Is it a guy? Is it the Guy? P oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we got? Who we got? Mister Nice Guy, Guy Pierce. Um. So, so what? The start of it, yeah. Yeah, but take it under advice because it's kind of problematic. It's kind of dark. Okay. Uh, handsome British born Guy Pierce has worked hard for success. Personal tragedies in his life have been part of the motivation for him to uh, do well. Hard times are not a new thing to Guy. He lost his father when he was only eight years old. I remember the actual day. Uh, my mum had to break the news to me. I didn't crack up and turn into an emotional wreck, but I did sit and wonder whether life was fair. At least I was old enough to remember my dad with affection. Um, wow. Yeah. Second family tragedy that uh, Guy's 22-year-old sister, Tracy, is mentally retarded. You can't say that. Can't say that you anymore, can you? can't say that. Can't say that anymore. I don't even know if you could um, say that then. No. To be honest. No, you certainly couldn't <clears> say that then. And he also well. finishes the uh, interview by saying he would love to make records one day. <laughs> what an interesting... I mean, because it's quite light. There's like a little family tree for neighbours. Um, he's he, uh, And then we turn to that. Mr. Nice Guy, who's uh, the former holder of the Victoria Teenage Bodybuilder title. Mm. Um, 
he's um yeah and and he he's very unequivocal about his uh, his family and his past so mm. uh, a little bit dark that's what you're going to find in the attic i found i found <clears> an <throat> fa england annual from exactly 1990 as well <laughs> word searches in it Lovely. all sorts going on peter beersley in it he can't get he can't he get can't. interviewed these days can he, he? Can't. I mean, yeah, so I mean, luckily he's he... not coming on Ramble Meets anytime soon. No, well, you say that. He We'd was, have him. We was offered. Were we? We were offered. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were offered. That's disappointing, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for sending that in, Matt. That was uh, yeah, problematic. But I, I guess if I'm going to ask people to go up into their attic and find things from 30 years ago, yep. I, I'll be honest, at some point I thought it might be a bit worse. So it's a copy of Micro Machines on PC, a Skyhawks quick, uh, quick shot. They used to be a good quick shot. Uh, what, what's that? Joypad. It's like a little, looks more like a flight sim kind of analog slash digital um, joystick. And the PC Sprint Pad is uh, one of those kind of like third party controllers. But I guess on the PC, they, they weren't any first party controllers. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lovely classic little PC pad. I was playing Sensible World Soccer last week, I tell you. Yeah, nice. Sensible World Soccer. Some maniac has gone back and uh, reprogrammed the database for the original Sensible World of Soccer with all new players like the players now in the That's league brilliant. so you can play as Newcastle United with all of the uh, players that we've but got now the old ones a <laughs> little bit yeah a yeah, little yeah. bit yeah little bit <laughs> um, and so yeah it's, it's really really fun and um, I preferred the managerial side of Sensible World of Soccer I didn't actually mm. like playing it it's remember, quite hard to do on the keyboard they didn't have the rights did they they used to have to, have to do like a funny they didn't have the rights no. but I think uh, back then when they started doing them just do my pants back up you could you could have like a crisp 11 couldn't you as well on Sensible World of Soccer yeah that was the custom teams you could have anything I yeah. loved Sensible it's such a it's such a good game but I played 10 seasons of uh, if you ever fancy a couple of hours of fun download on good old games uh, it's like 4 quid or something the original Sensible World of Soccer get the update that updates it with um, 2020's um, teams and is it available for Mac? I think DOSBox is available for Max. I think it might be, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, download that, um, up, update it, and um, just have a couple of hours playing the managerial side of Central World of Soccer. You will have a ball. It took me right back to being 16 and playing with my Amiga in my bedroom. I used to love Central World of Soccer. I used to love Super Good. Kickoff as well. Um, can, mm. I, can I put something out there as well? I don't know anyone else who had this game. But it was amazing. And if you had it, pipe up. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. There used to be this amazing, I want to say board game, but it wasn't really a board game. Mm. Um, it was this game called Crossbows and Catapults. Yeah, that rings a bell. Do you yeah. remember it? And yeah. you used to build your own castle. Yes. And then your opponent would build a castle over the other side of the room. And you had a crossbow and a catapult. And you could fire these red or blue sort of tokens to try and <laughs> knock their castle down. It's a little. Um, it's uh, those kind of games are quite popular nowadays. The old are castle they? builder sort of things. But yeah, like um, it was. It wasn't um, a video game. It's like a real game. Okay, it's a real game. So you right. build it yourself on one yeah. side of the room, and they build on the other side of the room. And you had like a elastic band um, loaded crossbow mm. and catapult with these like little counters. What a wonderful game! It's brilliant because w- was I using the tokens and the counters to ping them at my sister's head? Yes, yes I you was. Were. Yes, I was. <laughs> was I using it to ping it across the lino floor for my then cat Jasper to chase him around? Mm. Yes, I was. Got a cat choke on that? Pardon? Got a cat choke on the little pebbles? No, they're quite big. Okay. It, cool. It, it was, I, 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 the cool. Cat, the cat did eventually die, but it wasn't crossbow related. or catapult related. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Have you got any more emails, Pete? Because I'm out. Oh, you're out. Hang on. Oh, you better set the homework. I'll, I'll set the homework for next week. Um, Do your jingle. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where that is. Where Do your homework jingle, topic? baby. The moment you bite into a topic. It's about the topics, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. The topic for next week will be 
Did you get a free DVD with your DVD player? And if so, what was it? Wow. Wow. We might not make a whole episode of those. Did you get a DVD free with it? So can you lot give people an DVD, example? A lot of DVD players came with like 10 free DVDs. Right. And I want to know what yours came with. I didn't even and know And if that. you even watched it. I'm going to like Master and Commander or something like that. Um, and also, um, stuff you found in your garden. Let's have two topics just in case. Have you ever found something weird in your garden? Um, a person? An animal? Mineral? Vegetable? Like my mate Woody, you bury stuff in his garden and digs it up. Exactly. That kind of yeah. behaviour. But I mean, he knows it's there. Yeah, he, That's he not actually, a surprise. Uh, he sent me a picture um, on WhatsApp this week because he listens to the Luke and Pete show. Mm. So he heard me talking about him burying things in the garden and digging them up. And he sent me this. Just a pig's head. That looks like he is, uh, the pig has burrowed out. Up to its head. It's like, oh, what's going on in here? So he's gone to the butcher. He's got a pig head. He's going to bury that in the garden next. Why? We'll he's doing that post- again? Oh, because it's to make it a skeleton. Skull. 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 Skeleton. So he puts it on his mantelpiece. Lovely. And he said to me, when I last saw him, I haven't my, got a problem. My work will only be finished when my skull completes the set. <laughs> that is lovely. Yeah, so we'll keep you posted. Rob, if you're listening, which I know you are, do send in regular missives on the progress mm. of the pig's head you have now almost certainly buried in your back garden with your two sons. <laughs> they, they've helped him bury it. He's not buried them. No. Sorry, I should have made that clear. But, you know, it's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's next? <laughs> Who knows what's next? All right, thanks for listening to the Luke and Pete show. Do take your homework seriously. Get mm. it in on time. For next week, it is what free DVDs do you get with your DVD player or what have you found in your garden? Yeah, Luke, uh, Luke needs to set these, don't they? <laughs> I, really? I think that's a good one. No, we'll see no, how no. we get on. Oh. Um, have a great weekend. Look after yourselves and each other. Hello at lukeandpeach.com to get in touch and we'll see you on Monday. Sorry about all the burping. Very impressive, that leaves the water. production.